Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. If you have found me, you are a seeker of spiritual growth. I honor your journey. Thank you for listening. Hey there, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. This episode is sponsored by the Intuitive Expo held on May 5th from 9 to 4 in Syracuse, New York. I have the honor of being one of the Intuitive keynote speakers as we talk about positive life change. Join me and founder Dr. Pam Denton for a day of building spiritual community to transform your life. Also, don't forget about the kickoff party the night before, May 4th at 5.30. Meet the speakers as we kick off the expo, share a channeled meditation, and hold a group reading. It is held at Embassy Suites by Hilton. All the information and Eventbrite ticket link is below. I want to share with you what you'll be listening to today. I had the honor to be a part of a half-day wellness conference that the center sponsored through the help of the Katz Institute for Women's Health at Northwell. This was open to the community. 150 guests attended, mostly women. They had the opportunity to learn about integrative medicine, which once was referred to as alternative medicine. The topics included yoga, mindfulness, meditation, aromatherapy, functional medicine, and Reiki. I spoke about the healing power of Reiki. Due to the nature of being a live event, the recording you will hear may be a bit challenging. However, the content was so very important, and I am asked often about what Reiki is and how it is beneficial, that I chose to bring it onto the podcast. I hope this answers some questions you might have about Reiki. If there are still questions or you want to experience a session in person or virtually, I will leave my scheduler below and contact info. Also, if you want to speak more about these type of topics, Reiki, spiritual growth, meditation, make sure you're part of the Intuitive Women Facebook group, a free Facebook group to chat about spiritual topics and how I can help you in your spiritual journey and growth. Reiki blessings. And allow yourself to close your eyes. If that doesn't feel comfortable to you, allow yourself to... Gaze downward. Take a moment here and notice that you're in this room. With your eyes closed, you may imagine, right before I had you close your eyes, that you are seated. Imagine the walls, the objects of the room. You're seated in a chair, and the people around you. Connect to the community and the people around you. At the same time, I ask you to allow yourself to connect to what I call the heart space. And this is the place, the upper part of your chest. The heart space is the place of love, compassion, self-care, self-love, also loving others, compassion, kindness. As you take a moment, allow yourself to take a nice deep breath in. 
and exhale. And allow this moment to be for yourself. I'm gonna open up with a prayer. Holding each and every one in this room in prayer, in blessings. Surrounding this room with peace and light and love. Allowing ourself to notice and be supportive to ourselves, to our path, to our journey, and to our healing. And I ask this always for the highest good, the highest good of all, and so it is, and so be it. Now as you take another moment, place your hands on your heart. However you feel called, just place your hands on your heart either one on top of the other or side by side, and feel and connect to this heart space. This place of love and compassion, this place of kindness. And notice for a moment either the warmth or the coolness of your hand and notice the nurturing, the very act of placing your hand on your own heart, loving, peaceful, and calm. This is your essence, the essence that is always with you, the energy of love the energy within. Now continue to notice as your hands are on your heart, perhaps you can connect to your heartbeat or just a feeling. Maybe you're feeling a bit calmer, a bit more relaxed and a bit more present. This is a natural ability a natural healing. And we can all connect to it. Sometimes it's hard, but when we take the time, it's so ever easy. Find gratitude in this moment <coughs> for this experience. And take another deep breath in and exhale away. <clears throat> Slowly, effortlessly, come back to the room and you can release your hands. So today we speak about Reiki and before I even speak about it, I wanna talk how to say it because it is a little difficult. And as you can see, I just have one slide and Reiki. So Rei, R-E-I, is like ray of the sun. I want you to think of ray like the sun. And that's universal life. Ki, K-I, is energy. Now we've heard today a lot about energy and we've heard through acupuncture, Chi, so you'll notice chi and ki, it's all the same. 
where acupuncture is based in Chinese medicine, Reiki is based from Japan. And as you've noticed today, we've talked a lot about a lot of different cultures, Ayurveda, Chinese medicine, Japanese, historical sources. And isn't that just the way it is? We're all connected, this web, this consciousness. I know sometimes it's hard to think that way, but think about it. We're all connected. When we kind of strip it all away. So Reiki is a Japanese ancient form of natural healing. And why I had you start with placing your hands on your heart is for you to allow yourself to connect to that natural part of healing. Our body is the natural part of healing. Our body has energy. There's energy all around this room. There's energy all around your body. Matter of fact, has anyone heard of aura, your aura or energy field? And now there's, you can take a photography or take a photo and you can see the aura of yourself. So we'll do this little exercise. If you put your hands out in front of you, that's about an arm's distance away. And if you took this arm's distance away, all the way around your body, like an eggshell, kind of up, and all the way past your feet, that's your aura. That's your energy field, right? So that's what we're responsible for. We're responsible for our energy field. Now this room has an energy field, and objects have an energy field, and trees have an energy field, right? But the important part of an energy field, which is interesting is, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about this, is we sort of know our energy field. So I want you to think about a person who starts to talk to you and they start inching forward. We all know this person, right? <laughs> and they're getting closer and closer. And you're kind of inching back because they're, what, what's happening? They're coming in your space. And you're not feeling so good, so you're kind of doing this. And then there's other people that stand and you feel, what? What do we feel? Spacious, alive, happy, right? Or all those feelings. So that's what we have. We have this energy field. Some people invade it and some people are conscious of it. So that's, that is energy for the simplest terms. And then we have energy in our body. So what is this energy of Reiki? So I know before when Dr. Penny Stern was talking, she asked how many people had tried Reiki? So let's do this again. How many people have, have, have tried Reiki or have put their hands up high, sorry, high? Okay. So where acupuncture I think is getting a little bit more momentum, so is Reiki, but Reiki's kind of coming behind a little bit. And I, I think it's just the way it will all become part of everything. Um, the interesting part to Reiki is there is a lot, a lot of benefits of Reiki, and they, they pretty much piggyback on acupuncture, where acupuncture uses needles, so the body says, oh, okay, I'm coming here for a treatment. The needle is a foreign substance, and that, that needle brings blood flow to the body, chi, right, in acupuncture, and I'm gonna send blood through the body. In Reiki, we use the hands. And you can use your own hands and very being nurtured, similar to today, or come for a Reiki certification, which I'll speak about, which we do have at the center, classes, uh, different levels, or you can come for a Reiki treatment. So the practitioner, which would be me for today's lecture, uses their hands 
to guide the energy that's already within your body to move through it. So how does that work? I like to think of it as a hose of water, like a garden hose. So think of a garden hose and it's connected to the spout and the water is supposed to flow freely. But there's a kink in the garden hose. So what happens? It, it can't flow, it can't move. We unkink the kink and out comes the water. So think about that in our body. We have energy in our body and different things come up that get them blocked. Emotional issues, illness, physical pain, everyday stress, and then there's these blocks in the body. So to move the blocks through the body, we add Reiki. And the Reiki flows. So when you receive a Reiki treatment, it starts at the top of the head, the practitioner moves their hands from the top of their head all the way down to your feet in different various positions. Sometimes the, the hands are hovering, sometimes it's light touch, but it is not massage. I do wanna clarify that. Some people will say, oh, I got a Reiki massage. It's not truly Reiki massage unless you have a massage licensed therapist and they also do Reiki. Reiki, the hands do not move. It is non-manipulation of tissue, okay? So it's hovering or gentle touch, but in a steady position. And I'll do a, a gentle uh, demonstration in a moment. So how do we move these blocks? And why do we have the blocks? Well, the Reiki works on physical, emotional, spiritual, lots of different levels. And there's a lot of benefits that I wanna, I wanna go over and share. Now, I will say that Reiki is not connected to any belief or any religion. I get that question a lot. Um, the only intention of receiving Reiki is that you're open to healing, that you're open to healing. A renowned Reiki master, author and publisher of Reiki News, William Lee Rand quotes, the only thing required is allowing healing to happen. Reiki isn't based on the need to believe in it in order to work, to receive the benefit. All that's necessary is a willing to receive a session. We talked a little bit about this quantitative data, right? And so sometimes it's hard because we say, well, what's the data? What's the percentage? Am I gonna feel better? You know, I think the hardest part about being a Reiki practitioner, a Reiki master is some people want the magic wand. Come in and make me feel better, right? But it's, it's a relationship. Just like you work with your doctor and you have a relationship in health, it is a relationship in healing. It's all a relationship. The relationship that you create with your physician, the relationship you create with your Reiki practitioner, your acupuncturist, and so forth. It's a relationship. So it's not always the magic wand that takes everything away. It's a work in progress. Some of the benefits of Reiki is it aids in relaxation, assists in the body's natural healing. We spoke about that, natural healing process. Emotional, mental, spiritual well-being. And it induces deep relaxation. So sometimes in a Reiki session, people will fall asleep. And they'll say, oh my goodness, I fell asleep. Is the Reiki gonna work? Yes, the Reiki's gonna work. Your body needed to sleep, you were tired. Now I do have some people that will come on the table and for a session. Um, most of the sessions that we can do session in chair, which you'll see briefly here, but most of the sessions, individual sessions are on a massage table, lying on your back, lights are low, music is playing, maybe some crystal lights, like very similar to massage. And 
it allows people to be very relaxed. Now, I do have some people that want to talk to me. Right? They just want to talk and talk. That's fine too. Reiki will work. So the Reiki will work if you fall asleep, if you're chatting, if your mind is busy. But normally, the effect of Reiki is relaxation, deep relaxation, and helps people relax and de-stress. And we've heard so much about stress today. It helps people cope with difficulties. So you're going through something in your life. Maybe it's a life transition, right? Maybe your elderly parents is ill, or your spouse, or your children have left for college and it's empty nest syndrome, or perhaps um, divorce, separation, things like that. It helps you cope with that because it allows us to get in connected to ourselves, just how you did for that moment, just for that moment. You were with yourself. Release emotional stress and improves overall well-being. Now, I love that we're stepping into this integrative medicine and it's not alternative. So Reiki has been complemented with medicine. And I, I love this it's, and it's probably growing more and more, but I wanted to just kind of quote this and talk about this a little bit is right now in hospitals, Reiki is being used in surgery, uh, Reiki is being used in outpatients, such as Center for Wellness and Integrative Medicine, where I am. It's being used in sports teams. And so there's more and more literature that it's being used together, integrative, which I love. I've also found a lot of my clients that are uh, going for uh, therapy, psychology, talk therapy, will also see me for Reiki. And it's a very beautiful complementary kind of modality. Now. I surveyed some of my Reiki clients and I asked them, and this is anonymous, and this is literally right from them. So I wanna share a little bit of what they said. When I receive Reiki, I feel a warm flow into my body. I feel at peace and happy. Reiki allows me to be the best version of myself. Somehow I can hear or feel what I really need and find clarity. I come for Reiki between my chemo treatments for pancreatic cancer. It has helped me lessen my anxiety and reduce my pain. I have bipolar disorder and anxiety, and Reiki keeps me stable and grounded through the ups and downs I feel. I feel calm and ease when I come. My marriage was in crisis. Reiki was able to help move through very stuck energy, in quote, we're talking clogged, drained, stuck, <laughs> so that I could tap into the strength and voice I needed to make decisions about my life on my terms. She's a regular client of mine. Pretty powerful stuff, yeah. So I wanna demonstrate a little bit of what Reiki looks like. Um, so if I could have Colleen come on up. And again, this will be, this will be in a chair, so it can be uh, done in a chair. What I will also say is that at the Center for Wellness and Integrative Medicine, every first Thursday of the month, at 7.30, we have a Reiki circle. A Reiki circle is a community where you'll come in, I'll do a brief meditation, you'll lie down on the floor in yoga mats, or we have sometimes the anti-gravity chairs, and you'll receive a taste of Reiki, so maybe 10 or 15 minutes, and it's open to everybody. It's a drop-in. It's the first Thursday of the month. So know that 
If you want to experience a tasting of Reiki, you can do that. If you want your own individual session, you can contact the center as well. So normally we would have a conversation, how are you doing today? How do you feel? Um, there, there might be a, if I've never seen her before, ask for a, a, a quick intake. And then it, Reiki always begins with the top of the head to the feet. I had somebody ask about the chakras earlier. Who, who was that person? Okay, great, thank you. So the Reiki works on the chakra system. So if you're not sure what the chakras are, don't worry. Um, the main chakra system, there's seven chakras. You can't see them in the body. I, I have to joke about this sometimes. When I was teaching yoga to kids, well, many years ago, we were coloring our chakras on a coloring board, and the little boy goes out to his mom and says, my heart is green. She's like, what do you mean? Because the chakra for your heart is green. Okay, so I have to say, you can't see the chakras. They're energetic fields in your body. But they work on the premise that they hold information and they're kind of down the, the column of your spine. But for today's demonstration, you don't really need to know, know too much. So I have the conversation with Colleen. She tells me a little bit of how she's feeling. How are you feeling today, Colleen? And then she'll probably close her eyes. Feel free if you want to. Her legs and arms will be uncrossed. Um, and that's for the flow. Think again of that garden hose. So we want everything to kind of flow through. And then I may just start, and may just say simply the prayer that I said to you guys today. If she has an intention, she may say, my intention is, or she may just say it to herself. And then simply, I begin with the top of the head. So we've had the discussion. Sometimes people do not like touch at all. So there would be just similar like this. This is what it is and the radius flowing. If she's okay with touch, I might just take my hands like this. Now you'll notice how I, how I have my hands. So do this little experiment with me. Everybody take your hands to your knees. Just place your hands right on your knees. And now pick your hands up. With your fingers together, thumbs in. That, you see how it's like almost like the queen, like waving? <laughs> she's not like this. That's because in the center of your palm, you have uh, chakras in the center of your palm. And so when you become Reiki certified, or if you do a Reiki training, that's where it's flowing, right from the center of your palm. So that's how we, can, we have the, the hand chakras. So that's how I place my hands. And I'm gonna, I know Colleen's okay with this, so I'm gonna place my hands right on the top of her head. And at this point, the Reiki is flowing from the top of my head, through my hands, into her, into her, into her body and her energy. And it's flowing. And all things have energy. So think about that. Trees have energy, plants have energy, people have energy. I'm not giving her my energy. I'm not giving her my good mood, my bad mood, or my meal last night. <laughs> and so then I'll kind of move when I feel called to other areas of the body. So I might come to the shoulders, because she's in the chair, so. And I'll kind of move through. And she may be falling asleep. I don't think she will today. <laughs> or getting very relaxed. She feels relaxed, she said. Sometimes what happens is, especially this happens when I come to the heart sometimes, especially for women. I place my hands on the heart or I'll just hover. And sometimes a lot of emotion comes up because where do we hold a lot of emotion in our hearts? And sometimes it will feel like crying or upset I always say, holding space, it's okay. 
we do hold so much. And think about it, if we keep holding in all those emotions, where does it go? Right? It stays in the body, right? It stays, kind of hangs out there. So we want to do... Lost your energy. Lost your energy. up the balance of the seven chakras. Yep. It can unbalance us. So think about your, when we hear the word disease, I wish I had a, a think of that, disease, D-I-S-E-A-S, E, right? The body's at ease. The body is made to be at ease. And then we add dis, and it's disease. So if the body's at ease, that's the state that we're working towards. We talked about a lot of this today in acupuncture, we talked about aromatherapy, right? They're all, all work together. And it's this balance, it's this balance of, of keeping things uh, clear and healthy. So if you have an emotion or if you're you know, a person that, you know, I don't want to cry, I don't want to see me cry, let it out. Because the tears are cleansing, that's what our tears are made for, and cleansing and releasing, just like Reiki. So sometimes it can be emotional. Not every Reiki treatment is rainbows and unicorns, I'll be honest. Sometimes they're kind of messy. But for the most part, they're calming, they're relaxing, and they do the work. It allows you to release the energy to get to a state of calmness and relaxation. There's also an added benefit that I kind of briefly talked about, but I think it's also important, and it may not happen in your first session or your second session, it's clarity of mind. I can't tell you how many people have come um, for Reiki on a regular basis, and like the third or fourth or whatever, maybe she goes, I know exactly what I need to do now. I'm like, share that with me. What do you mean? What do you mean? And she's like, I know exactly what I need to do. I need to write that book. I need to leave my husband, sorry. I need to do this. And I'm like, okay, wait, don't leave me responsible for that. But it's the clarity of mind because we're allowed to allow this energy to flow through and we're so connected to it. It's our birthright. It's our natural birthright. And the clarity comes when we find peace and we find this connection to, and I'll say it, our connection to ourselves or you can say spirit. And it has nothing to do with like religion. It's just like who we are. Right? And so that's another added benefit that you know, I don't think is spoken a lot, but it's, it's pretty powerful. The, the bigger benefits are like the relaxation and the, and, the deep, and the deep calm. So leaving Colleen here a little bit. So as I move from the head and then move to the shoulders, and then I might move around. So again, she's on the chair, so it'll be a little different. I might get the front heart and the back heart. So I'm kind of sandwiching my hands. And the reason for that is oh, the front heart is what we show everybody. It's like, this is who I am. Um, but the back heart is sometimes the place of sadness and the place that we don't want people to see. And so sometimes even going right here to her back can bring up some emotion. But again, emotion is good because we want to release it. And then I might move down the body, so I might move the rib cage, the belly, the knees, and the feet. And a whole session is about 45 minutes or so, maybe 60 minutes. Um, we normally do the front of the body. If you did a whole entire session, it'd probably be the front and back of the body. But normally, most sessions are just on the front, and it, and it works. It, it doesn't. You don't need to do the back. The other thing that's interesting is people will say, um, "Well, you know, my knee hurts," and so you know, why don't you just put your hand on my knee for for the whole time? 
<laughs> Does anybody, would anybody, like, why wouldn't I put my hands in it? Think about this for a minute. If you came with something on your knee or your knee bothered you, what, what would make sense for me to not just stay there? Yeah. I want to move it and? Yeah. And there you go. Can you say that louder? It might not really be about the knee. It may not really be about the knee. So the knee is the is the dis of the ease and showed up in the knee. But maybe the knee is something else. And we don't know, we don't have to know. So as we as I move through the rake, he's gonna move through the entire body. See, we hold information in our body, and there's different areas in our body that hold energy. And they'll say, like, your knees are about uh, standing up for yourself and being strong and, and, and taking control, right? And your lower back is fear, right? So everybody's like, oh my God, or worry, right? And that's a common, that's just common. We, a lot of people do have lower back things. So it's not like, oh, if I have lower back, that's my, we're not like diagnosing you, but it's where we hold different stuff, and that's the information we get. The shoulders tend to be the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I shoulda done that, shoulda done that, right? And so there's these areas that we hold this like little information. And so I mean, I have that conversation with, but I'll say, okay, she's feeling something in her knee. She's told me she has something going on with her knee. It may be a manifestation of something else, but we're gonna do, we're gonna do a whole session anyway. So, and then at the end of the session, I usually allow them to take a couple moments. Um, I'll step out of the room and offer them water. And we, we've spoken about water as well, right? Water is cleansing. So after a session, I recommend a little bit more, more water and then follow up with that. I'd like to open it up to questions. So if you have any questions, thank you, Colleen. <laughs> um, feel free to, um, to ask. And I don't know if we have a mic, but if you can. Okay, great. Uh, see, we have back here. I can talk loud. Oh, okay. Um, I've spoken to Reiki masters, and I'll send Reiki to that person. Yes. Whether it's in a hospital or somewhere else. How do you How do you do that? How do you send Reiki? Yes. Okay. So there's a few ways you can do it. Well, there's really only, there's two ways. Um, so think about if someone asked you, can you pray for me? Or can you send me good thoughts? Someone said that to you, right? <laughs> so we normally will take a moment and we'll say to ourselves, okay, I'm gonna send um, this person good thoughts, or maybe you'll actually send a prayer, or you'll make a prayer chain. So the receiving and giving of energy is already there. So when someone is a Reiki master, so there's a few things. It could be more formal or informal, and I'll talk about both. The formal way, and I've done this before and I do this in my practice. Matter of fact, it reminds me of one of my clients. Her mom was in Ireland, and she was in New York. And she said, my mom's in Ireland, and um, you know, can, you, can, you, can you send her distant Reiki? And I said, sure. So I said, as long as she wasn't, you know, she had the top, give me the time frame where, you know, where she is, she's laying, she's not doing any procedures. And I coordinated the time and I literally, let's call it similar to meditation, called her, like connected with her and I sent Reiki and I kind of moved my hands through in a meditation. 
And then her sister happened to be in Ireland, so we did this like usually for a distant healing. This was critical because she was she was really not well at the time. So we did three times in a row, like say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at the same time. I knew where she was. She gave me the location of Ireland, and the sister said, "No, she was." unconscious at the time and she really made a big turn and she she noticed it so that was like more formal i took the time i kind of went into meditation i sent reiki in a very formal way an informal way would be to take a moment and close my eyes and and just anyone else can send like loving thoughts and prayer um, i sent reiki her way so there is a formal way if you someone said like send me distant healing and you were calling or contacting a Reiki master, that may be more formal or the informal way of send me good thoughts, send me good healing. So there is, and maybe everyone has a little bit different, but that's usually the way. Did that, did that answer your question? Okay. Hi, um, my question is, um, I've been thinking about this indication for Reiki. Say that again? What's the indication for clients? So what's the indication for How do I pick my clients? I, I don't pick my they kind of find me. So um, anyone can receive Reiki. So that's sort of the baseline. Um, children under seven, we do like a mini session. We don't do like the whole amount of time just because their body is smaller and they don't have as much energy. Um, anyone that is open, anyone that is open can receive Reiki. So Reiki's for everyone. Any age, again, children would be a little bit uh, shorter of a session. Did I answer your question? Not quite. Okay. Do you have indication for surgery? You must have these. Oh, like a protocol. You mean like a protocol? Okay. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. So the protocol would be if you were going in for surgery um, and something critical, you would Reiki is recommended three times in a row. So we're talking like a critical thing, like going in for surgery, something like that. You might receive Reiki like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, for the most part, it can be once a week. I have clients that are twice a week, once a week, once a month. I have people that come and go. It depends on you as the person, and it depends on what you're going through. The woman that's been going through the divorce, she's been seeing me once a week for months. Um, the 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 young girl I'm seeing for bipolar, in conjunction with her therapy and what she does, she sees me twice a week for many months. And then I have people that kind of like come in and come out. What I like to say about it is, um, it's like it's like changing the oil in our car. We don't want to wait till the car seizes. We want to change the oil. So anybody can receive Reiki. And the other thing I, I will say, some people, I didn't really realize this. Someone said to me, oh, I thought you can't, you only get Reiki if you're really, really sick. And that's not true. You can anyone can receive Reiki at any time because remember the baseline is stress. The baseline is anxiety, stress, and everyday things. So we want to keep that at a nice level so that you don't have the body in disease. Right? Does that make more sense? Okay. Hi. I have a question about negative energy. Okay. If somebody sends you negative thoughts, negative energy, something that's bad, how can you block that? Would that reach you and hurt you, or can you somehow feel it and block it? So, would you know they're sending you negative thoughts? Is it something you know or not know? I don't know. I mean, okay. I guess, yes, if you, have, if you have a fight with someone or, you know, disagreement. Sure. Not okay. talking to someone. Makes sense. So. 
with all positive, we have negative. With black, we have white, right? Good, bad. If someone was consciously sending you bad thoughts, um, that wouldn't be great for you. But if you could always keep your body at the up ultimate or optimum way, you're a good person, you're positive, you keep yourself in light. And what I mean light is, you know, kindness and love and, you know, uh, things along that nature. And so then it's almost like that aura, you can have almost that shield, and I don't mean to block everybody, but just shielding yourself from that. We hope that, and Reiki is never used for that. Reiki is never ever used, that's why it's always for the, when I said the prayer earlier, always for the highest good and the highest good of all. It's never meant for demise or negative or anything bad. Um, so my question to you, if someone is consciously sending you negative thoughts um, and you don't know about it, just keep yourself at the optimal level, healthy, kind, light. Send them light. Um, one of the exercises I do with some of my clients is I'll say, you know, put yourself in like this bubble of light um, or shield of light, and then there's little permeate holes, and you only let in what you need, and you let out what you don't. Right? You can you can kind of play with that in a meditation. Reiki is very connected to meditation. I'm oh, sorry. Hold my yeah. answer. Uh, does wearing any kind of jewelry affect a Reiki healing session? Um, you know, I get that question. So if it feels uncomfortable to you, and it's like, I really want to wear this, and this was my mother's, or this is my favorite, I, I really say wear it. Um, sometimes watches can feel uncomfortable because they just have, you know, they're not, unless they're something like a special watch, I might say take the watch off, maybe belt or belt buckle, but it doesn't really interfere. I, I'm, I tend to be that if this is something you really want to wear, and this is important to you, especially if it's an heirloom or something, um, wear it. And so, because whatever's on our body is going to absorb the energy. I have people that will actually wear particular crystals or something like that because they want the Reiki to be infused with it and then they have it with them. So, yeah. We have one more, two more here. What are your thoughts on working with autistic individuals? I think it's, I think it's wonderful if the parent is open, or if it's, if it's a child or an adult, um, and just if they can sit still. You know, I think that's the that's the hardest thing, and maybe even for a couple of minutes. Um, sometimes. They, they don't like touch at all. So that would be an introduction of maybe having, if it's a child, maybe having the parent with them. And maybe I would, you know, I, I guess I would have to see, because some people don't want touch at all, and that would be uncomfortable. And just sitting still can be hard. And that's why it's hard with children, too. Okay, I think I need to stop right now. Everyone's getting rid of All right. If you have any other questions, just let me know.